February saw COVID-19 rip its way through the student community. The first location of interest in Dunedin's Omicron outbreak was a large Castle Street party in Flow Week, which saw COVID work its way through sparsely furnished flats. At this time, PCR tests were the norm, and self-reporting was non-existent. This meant that when students tested positive for COVID-19, their test result was sent to their GP, often located in another city. The result of this was student COVID-19 cases were often reported as cases in other district health boards, resulting in an underrepresentation of cases in the southern DHB until the locations were reclassified. Amidst all of this, the University of Otago told students to enrol in a GP practice in Dunedin to ensure their results were accurately reported and to make access to healthcare easier for students studying in Otipoti. This statement, however, wasn't without its caveats. Excluding the university and polytechnic student health services, only eight GPs in Otipoti are taking new enrolments. These clinics are further limited, as many of these GPs limit enrolments based on age or proximity to the clinic. Only three of these clinics are within a half-hour walk of the Central Library. Student health is also already stretched thin, with students waiting up to two weeks for a GP appointment in August last year. We're joined on the phone now by Otago University Students Association Welfare and Equity Representative Lily Marsh to talk about healthcare availability for students. Morena Lily, it's great to have you on the show. Thank you for having me. How are you? I'm great. Um, Lily, do you think that student health is fit for purpose? Well, it's a really tricky situation, especially in the context of, you know, healthcare availability all over the country. That's, you know, not an excuse. It's just kind of recognising the situation with GP shortages countrywide. Um, obviously, students, you know, have had difficulties accessing healthcare, especially um, with the Omicron waves that went through the student community and still is here. Um, I think it's you know, it's really disappointing that all of our students aren't able to book appointments in a timely manner, but then, you know, there's not a simple, quick-fix solution given the countrywide shortages of doctors. Mm-hmm. And so on that note, with student health having big wait times and only a select number of GPs in Dunedin taking enrolments, what do you think could be done to make healthcare more accessible for students? Um, I think kind of working together as a community to streamline the process, you know, um, with student health using um, telehealth appointments and things like that, it can, you know, um, create a lot, um, a more efficient process if, you know, student health knows if you need a telehealth appointment or you do need to be seen in person. um, That can really help, you know, reduce doubling up um, patient appointments and things like that. And in terms of access to health in general, I think, you know, that's a very a very big, you know, meaty question. Um, but, yeah, there's obviously a lot of work to be done. Mm-hmm. And so, so on urgent appointments, um, considering the wait times can be quite large, last time I checked, urgent doctors charged $88 for a consultation with a doctor or $60 with a community services card. Um, do you think this is affordable for students? And what would you like to see done to make this service more accessible for students? Um, yeah, obviously that's quite a large cost. I don't think it's affordable for students. I've had to, you know, utilise that myself and it was a pretty big dent in the old wallet. But, um, you know, obviously that's unfortunately not something OUSA can control, but it would be really great to see um, either through a community services card or just um, student policies in general if we could either have a discount or, 
you know, even ideally get appointments for free. But, yeah, obviously it's uh, it's not quite the situation. Is that something that OUSA would look at working with urgent doctors to provide? Oh, Lily, are you still there or has your phone line dropped out? Okay, it appears that we have lost... Sorry. Oh, no, hello. <laughs> Sorry, I managed to put my phone on mute. That's quite all right. Um, <laughs> we'll just we'll come back to that question. Is that something that OUSA would look at working with the urgent doctor services to provide? Yeah, I definitely think it could be a, quite a practical way of helping, especially the financial burden of healthcare. Um, yeah, obviously, would need it's quite a kind of high-level project. Would have to work with the DHB, which is obviously you know changing in the near future. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it could be a you know a good step towards increasing access. And so in the interim period before such thing happens, what support does OUSA provide at the moment for students who are struggling to access healthcare? Um, if anyone's struggling, I would really recommend getting in touch with student support. Um, you know, they cover a really wide range of topics and they know a lot and can put you in contact with the right people. And then I'd also recommend if, you know, there's something urgent going on that's not quite at the level of going to ED, you know, just a reminder that Healthline is still there. Excellent. And so one final question for you. Um, some students are left in an awkward position after finishing university um, because they no longer have access to student health once their student ID expires. Um, but at the same time, with GPs being rather inaccessible in Aote and across New Zealand, um, they can end up without a standard doctor's clinic. What arrangements would you like to see made for students in this position? Yeah, that's a tricky one as well because obviously we're seeing shortages um, among current students and so, you know, it kind of comes down to who are we going to prioritise given that it's already kind of um, under-resourced. You know, I think it could be nice if there was some continuity in the sense that admin staff kind of make sure that they are getting some form of support or um, getting being able to book an appointment if they really need it. But then obviously we don't want to be taking appointments away from current students because that kind of compounds the issue that we're seeing at the moment. Excellent. Thank you very much, Lily. It was great to have you on the show. Thank you for having me. Excellent. That was Lily Marsh, the OUSA Welfare and Equity Rep, on student access to primary health care and COVID's impacts on it.